Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 148, I can't believe it, of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. This is Mark Stevenson. Uh, and this is Mark Vila, and today we're here to talk about your best year ever, 2021. You know, before we get started, I, I feel like there's some um, some representative things going on here because I'm Mark Stevenson from the old Coldesi logo. Yep. And you're Mark Vila from the new Coldesi logo. Yeah. I don't know if that's foreshadowing. Well, or, maybe. I mean, you know, 20 years in the future, something like that. <laughs> um, okay. Where... Uh, so I, w- I would like to make a little note about this logo and a little okay. commercial. If I if if you folks don't mind, I'll keep it brief. Um, but I uh, we got a bunch of new shirts in because we got new logos and we need to update them. And we make our own shirts because we sell everything you need to make them right. right. And um, I use the new Avance 2020 machine for a production run for the first time. I used a uh, digitized graphic from Coldesi Graphics for a production run. For the first time and um i used a uh allied allied hoops an allied hoop um and uh and then in addition to that i used some backing and thread and topping from coleman and company you know but i want to say that um in using these things and using the products that cold se offers i uh i'm working on emails for marketing and i had an embroidery machine outside my office when i was shooting video and just Mark was there too. In between doing work, we walked over, we switched out the shirt and we put in a new one and it was just beautiful. And um, so when you use a good quality shirt, good quality digitizing, you have a machine that's dialed in good supplies, it's going to make your life easier. So if you're listening to this and you're struggling with whatever you're doing, right? Um, meaning that you're, you're cursing and yelling and slamming things down because it's not working the way you want to, um, you know, one of the things to question is, is there anything that you've done there to um, cheat or cheap out on or not, or shortcut? And if you have, what if you would have avoided that? Because I, I am, I've done that myself. So I, I was super, I was su- super impressed with how quick um, you hooped the shirts. Yeah. And how straight every design was because you lined it up in the pocket with the allied hoop and then just, uh, you know, like it just, it looks great. It, all the logos, you know, I got like three or four shirts and Mark did three or four shirts um, with Mark doing all the work, by the way. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and it was, it was just a great experience. The, um, the combination uh, we're, we're all just really impressed with the new Avance with the yeah. allied hoops and, and all of it. So. Yeah. And then, and then, um, you know, uh, a lot of folks out there listening to here when they purchase their machine, they got um, a, a free graphic or or multiple free graphics from coldessigraphics.com. They got a coupon when they purchased their machine um, in 2020. Some people got th- a few, depending on the deal you got. And um, there's a lot of unused ones. So somebody out there I know 100% has a free graphic and they own an Avance and they've not digitized through it and, and you're missing out. Um, so anyway... A, that commercial is a little bit long, but there's a lesson in there too. That's not just about us. It's about um, uh, shortcuts. You pay for shortcuts sometimes. And, um, and I I really learned that lesson because I took, I tried to take no shortcuts in doing this and just doing it all right with good stuff. But that, but that's not one of the obvious things that we're going to talk about. Okay. It's It's not going to make your best year ever. (laughs) All right. So that's going to make your business better. But for specifically for 2021, this is, I think this is an important episode because you have small customization businesses, t-shirt shops, mugs, signs, whatever it is, embroidery. You have potential to have the greatest year ever in 2021. And in this episode, we're going to discuss why that's true and how you can make it work for you. So, and, uh, um, Honestly, in my opinion, I did some research for this. I And every time I found a little piece of information, it continued to point to me that 
that if you are a small customization business, small or medium customization business, I mean, 2021 has a, so many opportunities for you compared to other businesses out there. Um, so I think we should get into um, some of the whys and then we can talk about some of the hows. Yeah, I, th- I think everybody will be excited. I mean, the I don't know how all of your businesses did out there. I know that some struggled, especially in, uh, in March and April. Um, and Cold Essie had a few slow months there. But, um, but Cold Essie is going to have its best year ever this year. And as we look at the market conditions for 2021, um, we see nothing but green lights for our customers too. You know, so that's what, that's what we're here to talk about today is not just what the trends are for 2021, but how you can take an advantage of those and make sure it's your best year. Okay, yeah. And I would like to <clears throat> actually, since you mentioned about Coldesi, I want to um, may, mildly expound on some of that because there's some folks out there who might be hearing that and saying, well, good for you guys my year might've sucked, you know, and, and I'm sorry, you know, it's not funny, but, but that's what you said. And, um, and what's important about that is because Mark and myself and folks within our company are always looking at what's new, what's the opportunity, what's happening, how can we do something different? How can we do something better? And that conversation is always happening. And we talk about that in the podcast all the time. Everything that we talk about on the podcast is stuff that Mark and I talk about for real in real life for business. There's no no secrets. Um, So when things got slow in one area, you know, Mark said um, there's opportunity in UV printers. I don't know if you said that, but somebody said that. Somebody's <laughs> going to give credit to Mark. Um, so they started spending a lot more time in UV printing and some new UV printers came on and it turned out to be really well for those, right? And there were other opportunities that were slower. Um, so it made up for some of those things, you know? So we so that's what you got to do with your business too. So we're going to be talking about some of this in this episode. Um and uh, I do know that there are a lot of folks out, in, out there that did have their best year ever in the custom apparel. And there's some that may have had one of their worst, but 2021 is it. So let's yeah. get into why. Yep. So um, let's talk first, uh, Mark, you did some research about the trends, the general trends in the marketplace, like economically, and then how they, that filters down to potential impact for our small business customers. Yeah. So I think with that, we had a few different things that we looked into that. What do we expect to be the, a trend in 2021? What's going to happen? What do we, what's a hundred percent going to happen is almost what I was looking at, right? Like okay. what's a hundred percent going to happen. So um, statistically 99.9% all these things will happen. Um, working remotely will just continue to be a thing and will, um, and we'll, we'll just continue to either expand or maybe contract a little bit, but more people will work remote in 2021 than they did in, say, 2019. Yes. No, nobody's really doubting that um, every business is going to go back to bringing people all inside. M- many businesses will bring people back. Many businesses will not. Um, many will have a blend, right? And it's all for various reasons, right? The profitability, how their work environment is, you know, there's a million reasons why, but a quick shift in, in working from home, which happened in 2020 will have an impact on 2021. Um, So what did we say in Stanford university? I looked up 42% of the U S workforce is currently working remotely now. That's almost half the workforce. So um, at which I, I I tried to look up the year before and I got nowhere and then I gave up on looking, but it was significantly okay. less according to the, according to yeah, the, yeah. what they had written. Um, but it was a long thing to read. So anyway, um, so saying that there's opportunity for you in that, and there, and there's some, um, and there's some other, well, we'll talk about that when we get to it. Um, what about the next one? So uh, shopping local or small shopping. I mean, that comes up in conversations all the time. We are, Coldesi's in the city of Tampa, and it just seems there's some kind of an effort to get people to shop in local Tampa businesses. It's Small Business Month. It's Tampa Local Month. There's a a big local market purchase. The city government tries to figure out ways that they can do more with local businesses. It really is now um, 
where I think maybe 10 years ago or 15 years ago, like it was desirable to buy some stuff from a big company, Mm -hmm. you know, like you wanted this name brand shirt or you wanted, you know, this, this specific doodad because it came from a name brand company. Um, You, you shopped at X department store or you only bought your hats from lids in the mall or something like that. You know, now it's, it's really a source of pride for people to say that, Oh, I only go to local coffee shops. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, I never go to a Starbucks. <laughs> it's very hip and it's very cool, you know? So there's one thing, so it's in pop culture. So right now there's yeah. pop culture of, of wanting to shop locally, which is only good for a, for a majority of our customers out there, yep. which are small local businesses, small to medium local businesses. Um, Salesforce did a survey uh, and they said 59% of consumers would rather buy from a small business than a large corporation. So you've got the majority on your side um, when they, they at least emotionally want to do that. They still might go to Walmart sometimes, but they, Amazon. If they're, or Amazon, you know, yeah, Amazon, Walmart, things like that. But when there's an opportunity, they do. So um, we'll talk about that. Uh, next is um, 2021. It will be the largest online sales ever reason now do, do you mean like the the most money or the most things what do you everything what do you i think probably every stat you know honestly probably the most money the most amount of units the most amount of shipped packages all that stuff why um one that's been happening for the past what 20 something years yeah the every years every year has been better than the year before for online sales pretty much um in every almost every sector so online sales has always been growing and the shift in 2020, when uh, everyone was told you can't go anywhere, so at people more people ordered online. Yeah, right. Um, even order even order your local groceries online and have a person bring it to you. So um, that's going to continue to grow, and there's opportunity for you there. Um, and then the last one, um, the last one is social media, and that's been pretty controversial in 2020. Um, but I think that that um, what we've seen is that conversation around social media mm-hmm. is nevertheless inspiring more social media activities. Mm-hmm. So the more controversial yeah. things that happen on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, you know, the more it powers new social media platforms. Yeah. Like uh, Parlor or MeWe, mm-hmm. you know, um, or Medium, you know, there's a, there's a large number of those. So regardless of what, form it takes or which platform is tops over time, you know, social media is going to just continue to accelerate, you know, especially now uh, when you combine it with small shopping and work from home, because now literally everyone is at home doing nothing but shopping and checking their social media all day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, And there's plenty of stats to show that. And it's also spanning across all the age groups. So um, the large boomers are the largest rising crowd for using social media right now. Um, a friend of mine's um, m- months ago, right? Because you mentioned like Parlor, right, is a newer one, yeah. and that was that's more recently been kind of in, in in other media being shared. Six months ago, my friend's father, who's a boomer, told me about it, or eight months ago, or a year, I don't even remember. It was right. a long time ago. He told me about it and I was like, how do you know that? Why don't I know this? You know? Right. And um, so all the age groups are using it. You know, the kids are, are, are and, and kids, teenagers all the way up, they're all using different ones. And like you said, the platform continues. The idea of social media is funny because it's, it's a new word of naming something that existed before, right? I mean, online internet forums have been around since the internet got invented. Right. Like Prodigy, you know, had forums online where you went and you Compu interacted serve. with people, <laughs> you know, CompuServe, all these things. So it's been around forever since the internet came. It just means that people interacting together online socially, and it's just become much easier in a lot more platforms. So if you love it or hate it, if you don't like one, don't use that one. There's another one out there for you. If you don't like that one, there's another one. Um, and there's plenty of little micro ones out there that are really small little you know, um, forums and communities that are really little, just for little niches. Yep. And we're going to talk about that later in some ways that you may or may not want to approach your social media in order to take the best advantage of it for 2021. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause, cause really that's what we're looking at all these things for. It's not, um, 
Sure, it, it's lifestyle because we want you to have an amazing business. So it, it informs and provides for the rest of the amazing things you're gonna do. You know, um, but it's also business. Yeah. You know, so so you you want to approach, we're talking about not necessarily how you use social media or your own personal online shopping habits or what you wear when you work from home. We're talking specifically about the opportunity to make your business grow using all of these trends to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. And and there's um I was talking with a friend of mine recently, um, and I think maybe even you and I mentioned it a bit, but we're just talking about like things you do for fun and then things you you do because of business, even though you might not like those things. And then as long as you're not crossing any sort of moral bound or ethical boundary, then it's okay. So I would say, um, for example, I just, just to get into it for a moment, like Facebook, right? If you don't like going on Facebook because it's not fun to you and you don't want to share anything with anybody. Everyone around, everyone I want to share with is, is, is a text away. Why do I need to go on there? Right. I mean, that might be you. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have any reason to dislike Facebook personally. You don't think that they're necessarily evil. So for a business standpoint, we'll use it for business. Then you don't, it's, it's, it's a good business idea for you because if you sell to boomers, they're the fastest growing group on Facebook, you're going to, you're reaching out to the fastest group on there. It's a good idea. Now um, that if you love doing it, well, good. That's simple. Uh, If you morally think that they are an evil corporation, which a percentage of people do, I mean, there's, there's an, everyone's got an opinion, right? So there are percentage people. Then at that point in time, don't use that one. Maybe you think LinkedIn's in. Okay. Maybe you don't like that. Maybe, you, you know, so go down the line. There's opportunity everywhere. Yep. I agree. All right. Uh, so let's get into some of these. Yeah. Believe it or not, that, that, that was the short version of what we're going to talk about. Well, or that's just the, the, these are the cases for kind of um, what to expect, right? So yeah. these are things we know we're going to happen. We know there's going to be working remotely. It's still going to be in record numbers compared to the, the past decade. Um, we know small shopping is going to continue to trend. It still is. And it's, and it's been getting bigger. Um Online sales, obviously, and social media, obviously, especially with many more new platforms coming in. Yep, agreed. Um, so let's get into, so how do these trends mean the customization business like you will thrive? And I think that's really what's important now, how and how it's going to thrive and why. Uh, so um, I'll get started on working remotely a little bit. Yeah, good? I think that, that that one's the most attractive to me, frankly. Yeah. Because I think working working remotely provides a lot of different opportunities and an opportunity for some of our customers to pivot. Yeah. You know, maybe if they didn't recover from not being able to do events this year, Mm -hmm. maybe if they pivot towards the advantages of working remotely and what you can do that, that will contribute to a more successful 2021. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh, you know, first I'd like to start with like a nice simple one, but chances are, um, statistically, you are already essentially working remotely. If you're listening to this, you're probably, um, a small business with a few employees. You're working out of, um, a private little industrial shop comp where just, you're the only person there or your family's the only people there. You're working out of a garage. You're working out of your house. Um, you're probably, you're probably not working in an environment where there's a hundred people around you. So you probably were not affected in necessarily how you do it, right? Um, right. So, so it, it's, a good, it's a good contrast. If you are a um, commercial wholesale screen printer with mm-hmm. 100 employees and you know, um, multiple automatic screen printing systems in a warehouse, you probably have been affected yeah. in one way or the other. But if you have a digital heat FX 9541 or a DTGM2 or um, three or four embroidery machines, then you're probably you know a one or a two person shop that's a lot more flexible in the space that they can use. Yeah, it fits um, through a doorway. It plugs in a regular wall, you know. Um, so theoretically, you could have had an an employee that helped you do embroidery, and you worked out a deal where they took that embroidery machine to their to their garage. 
They yeah. made sure, you know? Um, so your staff can operate equipment from various locations. It's easy to move or, or you may already be a home-based business, right? So that's good. That's good um, because, and the reason why that's good is the disruption for you now is just, just how to get more business from business you might've had before or find new opportunities compared yep. to that big screen print shop who had a problem being open because they could, or whatever it might be, um, they have multiple issues, sales and production. So even if their sales were good, they couldn't produce, but you can produce. So that's good. And this, this even goes towards some of our customers that have small retail locations. Mm -hmm. you know, so even if you have to close your retail location, or if you need to pivot again, you know, almost everything, almost every piece of equipment you own that you used to operate that shop will probably fit into a room or two of your house. You know, so again, this this working remotely idea, working from home, working in a small space with fewer people, um, you know, all of this is the perfect kind of the perfect environment for for customization businesses like ours. So let's move on to the next one. What's small shopping, Mark? You talked about that before. Yeah, absolutely. So the um, I do this too to a certain extent, is that if you have a choice on where you go out to eat is always the, the best example for this. You know, do you typically go for a, um, a chain restaurant or are you looking for something more local? If someone comes and visit me, visits me out of town, I'm usually looking for something that, they, that they've never been to before to give them a local experience. Um, when, I, when I buy something, if, if, I, if I go shopping for something special, I'm looking in a local store and that's because um, there's such a there's such a social push now, you know, to to buy local. In spite of the giants of Amazon and Walmart and places like that, there's still a push every month, every quarter, every year that some governmental en entity or a chamber of commerce or someone is having a buy local program. Mm -hmm. And people buy local for the same reasons that they. Um, that they do anything. They're, they're identifying themselves with the local community. And you can take advantage of that by making sure that everybody knows that you're a local business. Yeah. And, and, you know, sometimes um, some folks want, need this explained out a little bit, you know, but, um, and I'm talking about your customers listening out there, right? You know, you might need to explain this a little bit to your customers in your own creative way. But when you spend money with me, then I take that money and I spend it back in the community here. And all of this money stays in our community compared to if you spend it, you know, with Amazon, the money leaves your community and it, and it does not necessarily come back. So there's a, there's a great thing of helping people out locally because you give the restaurant owner some money and then they go to the local dry cleaner and give them some money and they go to the local apparel decorator and give them some money. Right. And then and and the money flows nice within the community and they go to the local grocery store and they buy from a local farm, you know. So these are all this is just very hip. It is very cool. Yeah. You know, if you tell somebody that you only um, eat and drink local beer and eat from local farms, not only will you sound really pretentious, but you will sound very, <laughs> you'll sound very cool, too. <laughs> You'll sound very cool. Um, and that's I just, just bring that up. I don't even tell people my name sometimes. I just walk yeah. up. I'm the guy that buys stuff from local breweries. Yeah, and they're oh. like, that's that guy. <laughs> so um, so for one, um, you can this is good for you because if people know you exist and they know you're a local business, then then there will just be some people without you doing anything differently who will naturally want to buy from you versus going online and buying from one of the big shops. Yeah. Right. Like you that. know, like um, just going online, buying from um, what was the one I was just thinking? Well, like Cafe Press is a big one, you know, or uh, Vistaprint. Amazon. Yeah. Amazon. You know, these are all people will see you and them and they'll say, and you know what? It reminds me of um, um, I've been rewatching The Office lately. So a lot of this stuff is fresh on my mind. Uh -oh. And um, there's a character. If so, For those who have seen it, they'll know what I'm talking about. For those who don't, I'll, I'll make the story make sense to you. So there's a character named Robert California, who's the CEO. And he's a very just, 
just a uh, intelligent, quick talker, witty type of guy. And he says, why there? And they sell paper. They're a small paper company. And he says, why do are we in business? Why would anybody buy paper from us when they can buy it cheaper somewhere else? How are we even in business? And he said, and this is older, actually. This is like this episode had to have aired 10 years ago. I don't know, five, yeah. 10 years ago. I don't remember the dates, but um, and he says, because, and this is true today, and it's still this is still growing. Because if I want to get the cheapest price, I know I go online and I find the place who sells it the cheapest and I buy it. If I want to talk to somebody who knows what they're talking about, because I'm unsure what I want to buy, I'm paraphrasing, then I go to a local small business where I can talk to somebody who knows what they're talking about it, and they will help me make the decision and I pay more for that. That's great. And uh, I just heard this the other night and it really resonated to this because that's true, right? They might be able to go to Vistaprint and get that shirt cheaper, but they don't know what they're buying. They don't know what they want. They don't know what they need. And they feel good about buying locally and you're going to help them. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're not buying it from, from you personally. And that, that kind of goes to your next point here of, you know, when people are buying locally, they're building local relationships Mm -hmm. because most of the time, if you are, you know, if you go and get your hair cut in the same place all the time, you know, you, you have a relationship with your barber or your yeah. hairstylist. You know, if, if, if you go into these businesses that are, that they are surviving because of a buy local trend, like a local restaurant should never be buying their uniforms and their aprons from, a, from, from Amazon. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to turn around and talk about, you know, buy local, support us. We're a local small business. And the same way goes for local private schools. I mean, um, community, community organizations, even high school sports, you know, mm-hmm. even um, local dance studios. None of these, none of your fellow entrepreneurs should feel good about ordering from a big national reseller. Mm-hmm. And, and you can make your case if you're comfortable with that, you know, and you had, had uh, talked about a good, a a good way to put it, Mark, in that, um, you know, Hey, you're, you're a local business. I come here because I enjoy it. And I think you do a great job and and I could, I could do this anywhere, but, but I come and I I do business with you because you're local. You know um, I'm in the custom apparel business. I notice you guys wear uniforms. Where do you get your uniforms? Mm Mm-hmm. I hope it's not that bastard from four st- four, uh, four states away. You know, I mean, yeah, or, or even so, or even just the big business, right? Because there's big shopping and small shopping, and then there's local and not local. And there's a little right. bit of a, there's actually like, I think there's a spectrum on that because um, currently the trend is big, bad, small, better, local, small, better, better. (laughs) No, I didn't want to say, but I mean, that's kind of some of the trends. So maybe they say, somebody might say, well, I don't mind buying from Coldesi as a supplier because Coldesi is a, you know, a medium sized business of a lot of people that I have relationships with and they're privately owned compared to, you know, buying off of Amazon. Right. And that might be a comparison of that. And then, but there's also the comparison of local and small. So you might go to a local hardware store Right. And if, and this is a conversation you should just have because it's frank and it's simple and it's nice. Right. And you just go to, you go to your local hardware store because you need to buy some stuff to fix your house and you know, they sell it. You could go to home to Lowe's or Home Depot or Walmart. They might sell all those things. So you go there, you're a small local, small business owner. You provide customized things, which they might wear and or sell in their store. And you say, um, I'm a local business owner. I wanted to, um, just meet the owner. Or the manager, or both, and oh, okay, here who it is. Hey, um, my name is Mark. I actually own a local embroidery and T-shirt shop. Um, you know what? I'm trying to build a little group of people, a buy local type of community. I think it's important, and I and I, I'm meeting local business owners. I shop here because I don't want to give my money to Home Depot. I'd rather give it to you. Um, I notice you guys have custom apparel. Do you buy that locally? You know. Yeah. And just ask. And they say, they might say, yeah, we buy. Great. I'm glad you do, you know, and, and maybe the company and maybe there, there's, there's a different conversation about getting that sale, but there's a start there. If they say, no, I order it online. So, okay. I'd love for you to buy local too, instead of buying off of, you know, vistaprint.com. So maybe yeah. we can have 
conversation about that. And anybody who, like you said, they're all, they're going to agree with you. Yeah. They're going to. So I think another way that you can, you can emphasize this and, and that's all we're talking about is in 2021, the buy local trend is going to continue and it will probably build exponentially as the year goes on. And the best ways that you can take advantage of that are to make sure that you advertise yourself as a local business, if you are, um, and comport yourself when you are going about your daily business, personally, like you're a local business, and connect with other business owners. And uh, joining groups or starting your own associations, you know, anything that you can do to put yourself in the same room with multiple small business owners that are local to you is just going to help you build your business. I, I agree a hundred percent. It's, it's great. Um, uh, hopefully the folks listening to, I don't know if they might've had an audio issue with you. I apologize if anybody did, but there's a little bit of background fuzz going on. Um, just so you know, um, okay. you check, it's good now. Um, so I apologize if anybody heard that. Maybe I just did. I don't know. This is, this is 2020. You, you have had some auditory hallucinations. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're having a little bit of it. So uh, maybe mute unmute for a second while I talk. Um, so um, I think we, we've made a good point then about buying local. Talk about this. Meet local businesses. Mention it. Tell your customers you're a local business. Say words. Tell them why buying local is important. When you buy from this store, I saw a sign that said, when you buy from this store, you help um, a nine-year-old girl buy dance clothes and a five-year-old boy buy little league stuff. When you buy from Amazon, I don't know who you're helping, but they're not here. You know, something like that. And I was like, that's, I was like, that's bold. <laughs> but I think that you can have some sort of statement like that um, and it will help your business. So now um, online sales, right? So there, even though local is big, online sales is growing. We talked about that it's, grow, it's been growing since online started and it will grow more this year. So get online so people can buy stuff from you whatever way you can. Um, Etsy, eBay, Amazon, if we're talking about the big ones, Facebook, Facebook, you know, um, or your own website, go to forums. Um, Just make it that folks can buy online from you, whatever you might sell, because folks will, if they can. Um, And it might not be easy to set that up, but find a way to do it. And then you get it started. And maybe you say, oh gosh, Etsy, they're taking, you know, a chunk of my money I don't like. Okay, just start there. If that's the right one for you to start, eBay, just start there, you know, um, and then you figure out something else, you know? Um, yeah. I think it's important to point out that even your local customers would prefer to buy online. Most yeah. So after you've got a relationship established and someone knows what they want to order, you know, it's much, it's just much easier for them to shop on their phone, mm-hmm. you know, that it is to pick up the phone or do email exchanges with you. So having an e-commerce presence, having a, a, a shopping cart on your website, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a 2021 good move, really. Yeah, it's a, it's a good move. And, it's, and this, um, this is something that, um, we, it's just a growing trend. And this year we'll bump it up. So it's time to take that opportunity. I f- should find some way to sell something online. You should at least explore this opportunity, whatever it might be. And um, even if, and another thought on it too, Mark, that even if you're not going to set necessarily sell products online, you should still, another way to be online is just make remote selling easy. So I mentioned my, uh, the service that does my lawn. He sends me an invoice um, in, via text. Mm. I click on it. It opens up a web page. It just tells me October bill pay. I click pay. Um, This one uses cash app, I think was what I chose to use for it. Uh, Opens up my cash app, says that invoice number, the dollar amount, I hit pay and then it's done. Yeah. Give your customers this option. Um, And I say, find any way you can accept payment, do it. Do them all. Cash app. So so maybe taking advantage of the the largest online sales ever in 2021 yeah. is all aspects of being online for all aspects of your business. Yeah. yeah it's not make it, just make it easy to buy, make it easy to buy, make it easy to buy via mobile devices, via tablets, via laptops, make it easy to buy, not in person. Um, nobody, it's very interesting. 
um, I don't have the data on this, but I've read it a few times that it feels very uncomfortable to call and give somebody your credit card number than it Crazy. does to put it into a computer when statistically most, most um, thievery of your credit card is done when it's not taken by a human. <laughs> most Funny. humans taking your credit card are not in an environment where they can just write down the card and then go use it. Right. Um, the thieves are on the internet, but it doesn't feel that way. Right. Which is, it, it's just an interesting thing. Um, so folks don't want to call and give your credit card. Um, not, just driving is another chore. So in an opportunity to just pay online, be available. And, and I still think you should try something, try to sell something on eBay or Amazon. Try, maybe you have a good idea that you've sold before for a Valentine's day, um, shirt or bag that you've sold in previous years and every year people come back, throw some on, throw, find a place to put them, do a little yeah. bit of YouTube research on how to sell on Etsy and eBay and stuff like that. And Amazon, I bet, I bet you can make, I bet you could uh, find a new opportunity for you. It'll be an investment. It'll be time. It might not work every time, but you, but um, you know, one out of every few times you could hit something, you could hit some gold. Good. All right. So the other thing that will continue to increase according to Mark Vila in okay. 2021, futurist, <laughs> I feel a futurist, futurist. Um, is, um, is social media. Mm -hmm. So um, why don't you talk about what you expect to see and what the trends are that you found um, they're going to continue in 2021? Well, so uh, just what we mentioned before, because I don't want to get into this because you can flip, you can't open up a browser without somebody talking to you about why social media is doing good. You know, it's everywhere. Everyone hears yeah. it. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> uh, I don't need to hear that my radio station has a Facebook page. Good you point. Know? No you know, cares. but the 10,000 people who follow them maybe care. I don't know. But the point, so so it just is, you know, it's going to be, you mentioned earlier that there's a bunch of new platforms. There's new platforms popping up all the time. That's huge. There's the existing platforms are still gaining users. And there's a lot of strife on what social media is good. And there's legal things. And there's lots of going on because this is a new territory, but more people are using it. And I think you should find the ones that work for you. And that doesn't mean if it's a small online forum, that's just, they just talk about Ford Mustangs or if it's a Facebook. Right. Be on there. Um, I recommend, I do recommend having some public searchable ones that are the common ones for this reason. Um, I don't think you should be an influencer on Instagram. I kind of think that's dumb. Um, I can't <laughs> believe that that became a thing. <laughs> Um, I don't think you need to wake up and tell people on your Instagram account what you've what you're going to do today. If you want to do that, I mean, do it. Maybe you get some followers. You have a good if you have a good personality, people will follow you. But um, it's not about that. I, what I mean in this point is that take pictures of things you do. Take videos of your machine running. Take, take some videos of yourself talking. I think that's fine. It puts personality in there and have it online because what will happen is somebody is going to think about buying from you. And um, they will pull up their phone on their Instagram app and they'll look you up. And then, is, oh, they have an Instagram page. Cool. Click on it and they see all your work. And then it immediately builds trust. Yeah. This person does good work. Oh, there's a video of them talking. They seem nice. I, I feel good about giving this person my money now. Yeah. So, so it's not just about followers and likes and stuff like that. It's also about a nice place to display what you've done. Yeah. And it's also, you know, the, this principle that in as uh, next year, we'll probably see a lot more popularity, like we were talking about, of a, of a lot more different platforms and different ways for people to communicate. Mm -hmm. And um, you should be in all of those places, at least um, have a presence. Mm -hmm. You know, you should everywhere people look, you know, that's one of Coldessi's successful strategies is almost everywhere you look on the internet. If you're interested in the kind of things that Cold SE sells, you will find us. Mm -hmm. And we you spend know? more time on others than not. You know, our yeah. customers typically not a Twitter user uh, heavily. So right. we don't spend too much time there, but our our customers participate on Facebook a lot. So you so you see us there. Yeah, um, so there's, you find the balance. If you, if you look on Twitter, we do have a Twitter account. Mm -hmm. so, so it's not like we don't exist. Yeah. You know, and I think it's, that's important because, you know, there are some people that only use Instagram 
there are some people that just use Facebook and just use Twitter. You know, there are these kind of purists that pick a platform and stick with it. And one of the things that you can do to be more successful next year is just to have some place that they can find you and click on a link, mm-hmm. to take take it to take them back to your website. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, one of the things is like on Twitter, if you don't want to use it, you can create a Twitter account. And then in your the description, you can write. um, I I don't know how how the the right wording I would say is, but say, hey, um, um, we're not big Twitter users here. We appreciate that you are. But if you want to see more of the stuff we do, visit us on Instagram or visit our website. You know, um, and you could just say that I, I'm just a big fan of just telling people what's up, you know, yeah. <laughs> just uh, I like it. Um, so um, another thing is join groups online. So Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, any type of online forum, be present in them, talk in them. There's more people are going to be in more online groups next year than ever before. I don't know if there's anybody arguing that's not, that's not, it's not true. Right. Um, because it's local stuff. And that's, this has nothing to do with just current COVID environments or anything like that. It's just been growing. It's yeah. just cool. I know that I participate in more than I did before because I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that there was a bunch of people who liked the same thing that I like. Right. And and, and the rest of us were hoping there wasn't. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> but there are. Oh, man, and there's, that's so there's a million people out there. So there's, there's a lot for no matter what you like. And yeah. no matter you're interested in so if you're into rc cars there's tons of groups for that you know if you're into kites there's tons of group for that i mean it doesn't matter or what if you're if you're into remodeling the room that you live in in your mom's basement there's yeah there's, there's yeah there's everything so there's a group join groups and talk to people and the reason why this is important is because as you talk to people you participate on social media i think just participating is a win the more the more you participate if you are into the Ford Mustang example, followed some Ford Mustang people, like their posts, share them, comment, talk to them, private message them if you can have any conversations. Oh, wow, that picture looks great. Because when there is an opportunity for you to um, bust out your, hey, I can make a shirt for you card. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> uh, it will, uh, uh, or I can, let's start a, um, let's start a collaboration together, you know, type of a thing. They know who you are. Yeah. You're in the group. Oh, you're a fan. You're here all the time. I know you, you participate all, you've offered lots of sound advice to plenty of people in this group. You immediately have some, you have some clout here, you know, and, and it's going to help you get some, um, business relationships. People like to do business with friends. You know, an associate. It's the, listen, it's the it's the online version of 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 going to a club. Yeah. By club, I don't mean nightclub. Okay. I'm going to sure. a club of like like minded people. Like an Elks you know, club. Like an Elks club. No, okay. not like an Elks club. It could um, be. <laughs> but you know, if hey, if there's a real estate investing group in your area, it's like yeah. going to that. Okay. If there's a if there's some kind of a even a church social. Mm-hmm. It's like going to a church group every week. It, you know, it's a group of people that have something in common with you. Yeah. And that in common with you on the internet and on social might be that you love to make profitable t-shirts and mm-hmm. sell them to people that own cars. Yeah. You know, so you're in all of the forums where people own cars. Yeah. You know, so. And, um, I and we've done tons local, of episodes on this, right? Yeah, and still, of, the local stuff is still is still good. Um, if you're, if you're, if you're, um, if you're allowed to go to see people in, in human uh, interactions, yeah. that's still huge and it's right. still just as important. So I think you should do both. Like you said, if you go to the weekly Bible study and, and church group thing, great, do that and find a couple of groups online. Yeah. They could do it online with, because for one, you, you like it, you, it fulfills you in a good way. So you're adding to that fulfillment. And also it's going to help you with your interpersonal relationships and business opportunities. So it's only good. And even though they're hit or miss, you know, the local business groups, like the Tampa Bay Business Networking Group, Mm -hmm. there's probably 15 different variations. I don't always find them productive, but but they can be. And it's a great place to just talk to, you know, if you find... And there's there's a thousand businesses in one of these groups, and someone posts about something random. You know, if you're just com- commenting on it, and when people click on your name to find out more about you, if it leads them to your business profile, then then it's a win. 
then you've established yourself as a professional, you're friendly, and you're interested in the same thing they are. Yeah. And I think you could block out time to do this for your business. You're going to say, I'm going to spend X amount of minutes a day participating in this. And what does that mean? Whatever it means, answering a question for somebody saying, Hey, good job. Pat's on the back, you know, things like that, whatever it might be participating in a conversation. Um, and then it's, if, if you dedicate a little bit of time to this, because I would, I count this as marketing time. Yeah. Good point. You know, and, and actually, even if it's, I count it a, as long as you don't get out of hand with it, if you take some of that time to make sure you go on the Mustang group and comment about cars, as long as you're being reasonable about that, you know, it, it's, it's, it is part of business. If you're looking at, if, if, if you're, if you're looking at every opportunity as an opportunity for business, yeah. I'm going to yeah. comment here because, you know, and then whenever you're allowed to, or it's appropriate to um, mention your business. There you go. When it's appropriate. Come on. You know, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to let you use common sense on that one. Yeah. There you um, go. Okay. Um, so yeah. So anyway, um, the last thing on that is um, I just put a note on here. I just want to remind on that because when you get, when you get, you can tell somebody, Hey, um, I see you have this, this uh, page about Mustangs. Um, are you interested in a t-shirt business partnership? Sell t-shirts on there. And they might say, yeah, I know who you are. I know this person. We interact all the time. We've spoken a handful of times. They seem legit. They look on your Instagram page and you got a bunch of pictures of cars on t-shirts and you know, you're likely to get the yes right? compared to the random salesperson. So, um, so that's all the points we wanted to make. Mark did add um, some bonus stuff here at the end, which I think is important. So I'd like you to bonus stuff. I wish we would have pitched that in the beginning of the podcast. I know. Well, this is only for the folks who assumed that there would be bonus content. Who, who ever, this is the, this is the reward for everyone who, Listen, I was listening and watching through all of our technical issues in this episode. <laughs> you know, if you could survive that, then, oh. then, yeah, I've, I've got a special note here that kind of combines the local business and the social media. Mm-hmm. Um, 2020, in 2021, Google is going to be um, putting a lot more emphasis on local through Google Maps. And in some ways, they're combining social media and local business and going after Facebook a little bit. So what's happening is right now, Google My Business and Google Maps, that's what when you Google something and you add near me next to it, which a lot of people do, uh, custom t-shirts near me, then you'll get a listing that starts with a map at the top. And it shows you physically the closest businesses to where you are right now. Mm-hmm. And it will also, it'll, it'll do that on your phone. It will show you customer reviews. You can post pictures of the, of your business. You can, re, you really have a, a local presence in a box with Google, my business and, and Google maps mm-hmm. and the things that they're adding in the, in the coming months uh, is going to be community, uh, community feeds. So from maps, if someone finds your business, there will be ongoing conversations about the business there. It's almost like you can, uh, you'll be able to load up a blog post and have running comments about it. Oh, okay. Releasing a new shirt or a new menu item or talking about a special, and then you can have running comments, comments about that. Um, There's also going to be uh, messaging inside maps with the business. There already is in Google, my business. So for example, if you uh, look up somebody in a map, you go to their uh, business profile that you see pop up on the side. Um, you'll actually be able to install chat so you can physically chat with people okay. online that are looking for your business. So, so it this could even be that somebody's, somebody's looking for um, a t-shirt shop or embroidery shop near me. They see you on the map. They click on your business. They open up a chat app on their phone and it does on your computer as well. And now you're talking to them as they're driving to your shop. That, yeah, it's interesting. You know, that's so so it's these are things that are developing over time, and I don't know um, how effective they'll be or if it'll change your business at all. But let me tell you, it's it's a, a huge box to check. Um, so for 2021, you know, to get ready for that, I would say that your homework from this episode is to um, go to your Google My Business profile. 
Um, if you've got one, then start looking at how it's changing because they're going to roll out changes mm-hmm. um, to different people at different times. And take advantage of everything that you see, everything that you read, everything that you hear about, about Google Maps and, and Google My Business. Yeah, they have an opportunity for you to fill in a field. Yeah. It's, it's, it, the chances are it will benefit you because Google is Google. Um, part of what they're do, what they do really is, um, they want to, you know, from a, from, from what their PR standpoint would say on what they're trying to do is they want to be the easiest place to go to find whatever you want. Yeah. Whatever that thing might be that you go there and you ask for it and then they will tell you how to get it or what you'll give you your answer. So, um, that only works when there's places out there that give answers for them because Google does not provide any of the answers, the right. answers are provided right. by you and me. So if you are providing answers, which might be just your location or your prices or what you sell or, or whatever it is, if you, as you provide answers, Google says, here's an answer. And if nobody else fills in that blank and you're the only one, or there's only two that fill in that blank, you're one of two. And, yeah. and, when you're talking about small um, businesses and locally owned shops and things like that, we literally might be talking about, you might be the only one. <laughs> Surprisingly, you might be the only one who did it. Um, and, or you might be one of just a couple who did it. And, and I mean, how great, how great is that for you? Right. Yeah. It, it's big for your business. And of course, those things not only impact, uh, you know, your, your local business, it also Google loves that stuff. And if mm-hmm. they love you, they will, um, help you rank better in search. Yep. So it's unofficial, but if you're the only guy using the the brand new Google chat feature that they really want to push in your city, then they may consider you important enough to be at the top of their search list. Yep. Just because they, because people will use it because you're using it. So there's just a great opportunity. I think it's, I think it's a great finish is to thinking of all these things that the 2020 goal is get on that Google, my business stuff and take a look and, uh, and go through the rest of the stuff. So I think this has been a good episode. I I feel really good about customization businesses personally in 2021. There's a lot of opportunity out there. Um, and, uh, and if you go for it, I mean, you'll get it. Yeah, me too. I agree. Listen, um, I hope that you'll take some of our notes to heart here and uh, go and visit your Google My Business and your Maps profiles right after you uh, turn off the podcast. Great. Thanks, Mark. This, is, this has been Mark Stevenson. And Mark Vila with Coldesi. Yeah, you guys have a uh, great business in uh, 2021. There you go. 